Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Witcher Lorecast, where we take a look into the vast universe of the Witcher, such as the games, books, shows, and so much more. Welcome back, Witchers, to the Witcher Lorecast. I am one of your hosts, Ben of Tamaria, and always with me is none other than Toasty. How are you doing, Toasty? I'm doing all right. I'm very tired. I woke up from a nap like an hour ago. <laughs> uh, I feel that. I feel that. But it is still October. We are still doing bestiaries. And what monster do we have today? Uh, so based on um, the joke made by Mormon Milkman, I felt the need to actually do this um, because he said since Toasty said that the this week's uh, monster was up in the air. Uh, I he felt like we should do a flying monster. So, I did a slizzard. Hey, there's a because I realized monster. that I've actually <laughs> done pretty much every flying monster there is already. <laughs> I like looked through it and I was like, well, I've done griffins, I've yep. done cockatrices, I've done basilisks, I've done wyverns. Fuck, Ooh. I've done sirens. <laughs> I was like, uh... Yeah. Uh, and I was like, ah, slizzards. That's right. There we go. There's another one. We could do mm-hmm. dragon. Like, there's dragons still. But they're not, like, well lured out? They're not, like, I don't... So, they're I don't... I, monsters, we could, like, they're, they're... We could do a bestiary episode on dragons, but it just doesn't feel like... Right. There's not really because like you don't hunt dragons. It's, it's you don't hunt. It's, and a lot of these bestiary episodes are like bestiary entries, uh, right. that are based on monsters, which I, I don't know if there is. I'd have to check and not see for, if there I are don't any. Think there is one for dragons, uh, right. And then like how to fight them, which again you're not fighting them, so there is not like so it's like class, dragon variation, Villa Tretinmirth, occurrence. That one story in The Last Wish? Was that the first one? Uh, is it in the first book or was it in the, the second book? It's in the first book. It's in the last Loot. Wish. None. Because you don't fucking kill them, you cretin. <laughs> like, there you go. Well, I mean, you also have, uh, what's her name from The Witcher 2? I can never remember her name. Uh, that's her- true. But that's more of like a character. True. Like, true. talk through. I would I would do like character episodes on uh, your, no. Can't remember. 
Saskia? Set? I only remember the name he gives us, like three jackdaws. That's the only thing I remember. No, I know, I know three jackdaws, village or ten miles. I'm talking about her. What's her name? Saskia. Oh. It starts with an S. Yeah, I think Saskia. I think it's Saskia. Something like that. Um. So, but I'd rather do character episodes about them. Because, hey, that's you know, fair. That feels, it feels right. Listeners, let us be known. It is frowned upon to kill dragons in the Witcher universe. Look, very I, frowned upon. Witchers aren't. T- Actually, you know what? I'm part of the the cat school, dude. We take assassinations. I'll kill your ass for killing a dragon. I don't care. <laughs> there you go. So, um, but anyways, let's get into to to slizzards, also known as uh, draco lizards. Um, and you know what? Don't don't. Fuck! I thought of a there was a word I want to use there. Don't despair. We will be talking about dragons today in the real world mythology. So, yeah, I mean, you kind of have to when it comes to flying lizards. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, as usual, we start with the bestiary entry. Uh, Slizzards do only occur in The Witcher 3, specifically Blood and Wine. So, they're very limited one um, as far as as the monsters go. Um, But anyways... Some peasants once offered me a king's ransom to slay a slizzard, a damned hefty purse, chock full of gold, but I turned him down. Coins are no good if you're dead, and a slizzard, that's no fucking fork tail. <laughs> Zator, one of the Crinfred Reavers. I mean, he's not wrong. Slizzards are much different than a fork tail. Yeah, fork tails are... Uh... Pretty pretty small fry by comparison. Uh, so slizzards are often mistaken for wyverns or forktails. Yet make no mistake, slizzards are nasty, terribly dangerous beasts, and confusing them for wyverns will end very badly for the confuser. So confuser is a word. <laughs> Definitely a word choice there. <laughs> Thanks, Dandelion. Uh While a wyvern can tear apart and devour an untrained man in seconds, only a slizzard can first bake him to a crisp with a waft of fiery breath. Slizzards are keenly aggressive and attack from both ground and air. Their goal during a fight is to get close enough to their foe to injure it with a breath of fire or knock it down with a sonic blast. Like wyverns, slizzards also attack with venom-spiked tails. Slizzards like to disengage mid-flight to fly into the air and plummet down at high speed while spewing out balls of fire. Right before these igneous missiles emerge, you can observe a fiery ball forming in the monster's maw. While airborne, a slizzard can also attack with his claws and teeth. It is worthwhile to employ the Ard and Igni signs to force slizzards to the ground. They are not, however, vulnerable to burning. Before tackling one of them, be sure to coat your blade in draconid oil. So they're essentially uh, just like, little dragons. Well, yeah, they're little dragons, but like video game comparison to me. So if you ever play the game Monster Hunter, like specifically like Monster Hunter World, Rise, and I th- maybe some of the one or two before world, there's a monster called the Basilgeist, and it literally is like a B-22 bomber, where it literally Mm. comes in, it sprinkles its scales, and its scales are explosives. This is literally reminding me of that, where this lizard is literally coming through and, like, just shooting down fireballs of death. Yeah, I never, uh, 
I played a little bit of Monster Hunter World, um, mostly because there's like Witcher content in it mm -hmm. uh, that you can you can have fun with. But then I found out, like I, I was playing a little bit, and like it's I realized how like grindy it was. I'm not a very grindy gamer. And then I found out that the Witcher stuff isn't until about 80 hours into the game, and I was like. Yeah, this ain't fucking happening. <laughs> so I gave I up on say it. Eighty hours. The Witcher content, in Monster in the World, is a lot of fun. You do get to play as Geralt. Uh, you do cast signs. You do fight a Leshen, and the Leshen is like lore-wise, the Leshen is more like a bit more powerful than normal in the world of Monster Hunter because it's gaining all the um, energy from the planet they're on. And it's like much bigger, mm -hmm. and you can befriend a monster that you normally would have to like is normally like aggressive towards any hunter. You can befriend it, and it will help you fight the Leshen. It's really okay. really cool. Like you do the Witcher senses and everything, just like in the in Witcher Three. It sounds cool, but last I don't think I'm ever gonna watch do YouTube that, videos. Just, yeah, just probably would be videos, the way to fun. go. It's it's people who play that game are a lot more impressive than me, anyways. So like I saw, I remember I saw a video one time they fought one of like the real, like late game like monsters or whatever, and it was like four dudes with like the same weapon, and they were doing like synchronous attacks, so all of their shit was happening like simultaneously. It was like super satisfying. But anyways, back to Slizzards. Uh, so they are of course class Draconid. Makes perfect sense. Uh, they have the variation of the Slizzard Matriarch, which we will uh, talk a little bit about as well. Uh, they occur in the Dragon Mountains uh, near Bearfield and Toussaint. Naturally, it's blood and wine. They're immune to fire, so don't use Igni. You, it'll go poorly for you. Um, but they are susceptible to Grape Shot, Draconid Oil, Ard, and Quinn. Uh, grape Shot and Ard, very much the... Uh, the go-tos for flying creatures anyways. Um, and then they have a quite a hefty amount of loot with Dragon Scales, Greater Glyph of Igni, Monster Brain, Monster Blood, Monster Bone, Monster Claw, Monster Heart, Monster Liver, Monster Saliva, Monster Stomach, Monster Tongue, Monster Tooth, Monster Wing, Red Mutagen, and Slizzard Scale Plate. Every monster part you can imagine. <laughs> Okay. You should imagine, like, I know sometimes we see it with, like, the boss monsters. We see that little bit of animation where, like, Geralt goes into, like, uh, get the trophy or whatever. Mm -hmm. Just imagine how much time he actually spends right there, like, harvesting oh my God. all of this shit. Like, I've... like he's cutting this fucking slizzard to, like, pieces. He's taking all of it. Think every of, part of it. Uh, think of Gordon Ramsay literally cutting down a piece of, like, a whole chicken. <laughs> that's mm -hmm. what it's like reminding me of yeah when the professional chefs yeah, do cut like get every part of the chicken or whatever mm -hmm. so yeah um, but Draco lizards or slizzards are large gray colored flying reptiles sometimes as big as a dragon for which they are sometimes mistaken they have long spiked tails and are so strong a clean strike from their tail is unable to be parried it is said that the Crinford Reavers made sure that all members of this species were killed in Redania. So I guess some of the Crinford Reavers are okay with it, just not Zator. Zator is a little bitch, apparently. Yep. And um, 
I'm sorry, a slizzard as large as a, as a dragon? Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm the thing is right is clarify which kind of dragon right because the different right. kinds of dragons are different sizes like a green dragon's like the small one, um, and green or gray, and then there's like the red ones which are bigger, and then there's like gold ones. So, but like, so yeah. are we talking like green dragon size because that's not too bad, right? Right. Or are we talking about dragon size like the as a what what's her name again? Uh, Shashka. From The Witcher 2. I'll look it up. At this um, point, we've referenced her that much. Right. And, like, is it the size as her in dragon form? Because that would be kind of, like, terrifying. Uh, so, yeah. Saskia um, is her easy name. I think her dragon name. Sysynthesis? Sysynthesis? I can't. But it's... Uh, it's It's... It's very long, so we'll just go with Saskia. I think that's Saskia. the one people know her okay. name is, yeah. So that's like her, that's her like human form, Saskia the Dragon Slayer. So, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember. It's been a minute. I don't think I remember fighting these things that much. I've like, only, I mean, from what, and I, I think, recall... I think in the game they're considered like they're much smaller right like yeah they're they, around they don't the get probably size. no they don't they in in witcher 3 and blood and one when we fight when you can fight some they're as some are as big as a fork tail that you hunt okay. that you can hunt and then so pretty small the variation the matriarch i believe is much bigger but not like you know dragon size it's probably make maybe like two times maybe a third bigger than a normal fork tail mm-hmm. or something like that i can't remember the top of my head it's been a minute yeah i'm currently um, going back and playing witcher 3 again on next gen so yeah i need that. i need to do that but like there's a bunch of other games right now that are like requiring there's, there's my attention so too many, too many fucking games <laughs> yeah but as for combat tactics uh, Slizzards are unique draconids as they aren't affected by stun lock after dodging and punishing one of their attacks. To adapt to this, alternate between dodging and landing a single hit. Evade to the side, strike once, then prepare for the counterattack and repeat the cycle. So a very like grindy kind of style of battle. Think uh, fighting a golem. Or yeah, any of the elementals are exactly the fighting same a golem, but the the golem is actually faster. So. Right, because you can land a couple of hits on a golem, but this one, nah, it's one. Are you getting fucked? Um, getting behind or beside the slizzard doesn't guarantee your safety, as the slizzard can strike behind it with a lash of its tail. Sometimes the slizzard will attack by breathing fire, which locks it into an animation for a time, which can allow two or three, two or even three retaliatory strikes. It's easily dodged with a dash if you're in close, but you can catch it can catch you off guard at a distance. So if you haven't gotten in melee range, watch carefully for the fire attack. Uh, prevent its attempts to escape to the skies with a quick auto-aimed shot from the crossbow. The scissor will fly straight backwards as it takes off, so you can rely on Geralt's aim alone to bring it crashing back down. If it does manage to fly, you can wait for it to dive at you and shoot it with an auto-aim bolt or commandly aim in order to hit it while it flies sideways. The most important thing to watch out for is its aerial fireball attack. Watch the mouth closely 
And if you see flames gathering there, prepare to roll. You'll want to roll early as the area of effect created by the fireball may ignore your roll invincibility. So rolling early should carry you out of the explosive range without any need for invincibility frames. It's one of the most technical ones we've gotten into. <laughs> that Yes. Very. And like, who... I, I have barely ever used a manual crossbow like shot yeah i don't think ever honestly like i always just do auto aim because it's automatically going to hit towards the target yeah like especially if you're just coming in a diver which granted i don't i I don't generally i use ard like i ard whenever they come flying down generally just because like i mean like i don't have any reason like i said i i think we talked about this before i'm not really a quinn user that's like my mm-hmm. least used sign other than like Yearden. Uh actually no, probably used Yearden more. Um Great. for like Spectres and stuff, <laughs> yeah. So that's just that's just me. Like I think a lot of people use Quinn a lot more. So but I, I just have Ard prepped most of the time. Ard or Igni is usually my go to's. So Well, mm. and with next gen console version of the game, you can add quick casting. To which mm-hmm. uh, you don't even have to go into your menu to change your signs. Yeah, I'll have to see. It's so much. Better. I've never, I've never played it on PC. I played, it, I played Witcher on console, very specifically. So I'll have to see how that goes. Um, hmm. Interesting. And I like, I think I have, I have played it on PC. Sorry, but I played on controller just because yeah. it's what I was used to. So I wouldn't. I, I've played. Witcher 3 on PC, but I have to use a controller because I don't know how to use mouse and keyboard. <laughs> I do, but I just, mouse and keyboard is usually my more go to for like uh, more competitive or like SPF style, F- FPS style games. RPGs so, are different. Yeah, RPG, like there's no, like, it's not necessary in my opinion. Like it's not as like requiring, whereas like FPS is like, depending on what you're doing. I I just feel more comfortable on a mouse and keyboard on those. So, uh, But anyways, uh, we're going to talk. There's not a much about this lizard matriarch that's different other than, like Ben said, it's bigger and it has a different bestiary entry. Um, so as for its bestiary entry, if you ever find yourself facing a monster that breathes fire, strikes with a tail tipped with vitamin spines, bites with start sharp teeth and swipes with even sharper claws and tends to knock its prey to the ground with a sonic blast, then you are fighting a slizzard. With an arsenal like that, it comes as no surprise folk often mistake these draconids for dragons. Yet the experts, meaning witchers, know slizzards constitute an entirely separate species, much smaller than dragons and far less dangerous, except in the situations where they are the size of dragons. Mm-hmm. Um, with one exception, slizzard females in mating season, or even worse, just a, just after laying their eggs. When fighting such individuals, my suggestion is to get as far as possible from the danger as quickly as possible, preferably by running at full tilt without looking back. <laughs> so yeah, don't I guess don't fight mating female scissors <laughs> yeah don't don't then and it's it's interesting because most like female sexed lizards typically are at least in the witcher universe tend to be more aggressive 
and bigger. Mm-hmm. So just don't. Yeah, just don't. Um, but as for its stats, um, it has very similar stats, um, except that it occurs only in Toussaint, um, and it has the differing loot of Dahlia, Greater Red Mutagen, and Slizzard Trophy. And it seemed to say that it, this one, it said it, it didn't have the immunity to fire listed in its stats. I don't know if that's the case or not. I would assume that it would be the same if it's the greater, but it didn't have it there. So interesting. I don't know. If, if you go back to Blood and Wine and uh, and do like try Igni and see if it works, I'm curious. Yeah, I'll have to do that. But currently, I'm about to have to meet Amir. <sighs> Fun. I, I I hate him so much. <laughs> Yep. As you should. Oh, God, I hate him so much. Anyway, um, but with that, we are going to take a short mid-break and be right back. Very well. Let us get this over with. Something has infested my vineyard. Mm Mm-hmm. Great. Let me go prepare my something oil then. Welcome to the middle of the show where we talk about everything with the podcast that has nothing to do with the lore of The Witcher. I almost said a different podcast there for a moment. (laughs) Yep. But uh, the joy of doing multiple podcasts. Right. And uh, at this point, we do want to thank all of our patrons for supporting us. And a big shout out to our higher vampire, Jared M. Thank you for supporting the show. Um, And Jared M. does get a shout out every episode because he is a higher vampire. Uh, and if you want to join us on the end of the month where we will talk about anything spooky this month, join us on patreon.com slash witcherlorecast to where you can join and get ad-free episodes and join us on the show. Uh, you can also support us in a different few other ways if you can't support us financially. There is, you can leave a five-star rating on Spotify. And if you leave a five-star review with a with words, we'll read out loud the next time on the show. We do have one this week. Uh, it is from our f- uh, Scuba Steve's in the Discord, Annie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I've, I haven't interacted with them, but I I don't think they've said a whole lot from what I've seen. So, um. well, Scuba Steve, thank you for the five star review. Uh, it reads good. Glad Ben turned up his mic. It's good, and they it's good, and they love the material. All that counts. Thank you, Scuba Steve. Um, and yeah, I know my mic is difficult because it's a very high quality mic that doesn't get a lot of sound to where I have to be like two inches away from it. And I have to turn up my decibels on Discord. So, yeah, it's very or, specifically, OBS. it's um, yeah, it's the thing is with these mics, right? Is that like you can do like USB port mics, which is what I'm assuming both of us are doing. Um, but like these kinds of things are supposed to be put with like a, a an XLR or whatever. Um, so like attached to like a stream deck or something that actually would boost the quality. Um, but those are fucking expensive. Someday, someday we'll someday. get there. Someday when I will have enough money to drop on like a thousand dollar PC and not a laptop. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> so we'll get there. But, but we also. But thanks for bearing with us. <laughs> yes. Uh, and we also do have a comment on Spotify. You can leave comments on Spotify uh, on each episode as well as give star ratings. And we have one from our dear friend Genesis um, from Hi, last Jen. week. <laughs> yes. And then from last week's episode on hymns, uh, Genesis says, number one, monster lovers unite. Two. Hell yeah. Uh, sleep paralysis is terrifying and it's happened to me. Three, the idea of a demon trapped in your blanket is scary, which of is course. all true. And Very true. Yeah. Um, that goes back. If you go back and listen to our last week's episode, we talk about how items can change into thread and straw. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. could you make a blanket out of that thread? Yep. Like, hmm. Uh, you and, should, but it's Yeah, possible. you shouldn't, but you, like who knows? Um. And you can also find us a few different discords, the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net, as well as my Discord, the Ben and Friends Podcasting Discord, which is where you can find this show and the other shows that I host. Um, and I think that's all we have for the mid-break. Yep. Cool. Let's get back into more lizards and real-life mythology. You smell of death and destiny, heroics and heartbreak. It's on you now. Right, yeah. So I always think it's funny that, like, because I specifically, it's a weird thing, right? Is I always put real world mythology because, like, it's the mythology of the real world. But, like, whenever you, like, I, I always do have, like, that instinct to put real life and then i realized like it's it can't be real life mythology because it's mythology and therefore not real life it's a weird thing right yeah yeah that's fair see my mind just says real life not real world but you know yeah i i remember that i think i when i started doing this i was doing real life and then i was like i don't like the way that like it doesn't it doesn't work it's like an a, what an oxymoron i think is the term orthodox i'm not a or, no, no, like no. It, I think it's a, Oxymor- an oxymoron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, where you say something, but it's not. It's two words that like don't work together or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not a fucking literate literist. I I barely literate. survived I through know. English, so <laughs> I'm actually good at it. I say that knowing that like I fucking made above a 95 on every essay essay I ever wrote in college, but like we don't talk about that. <laughs> uh, so, anyways. Um, so naturally, uh, for Dracula lizards, a lot of, so there's of course going to be some like crossover between, you know, fork tails, um, basilisk, like wyverns, like those like types of like monsters or whatever. And if you're interested in that, go check out those episodes. I'm trying to remember, have I done a fork tail episode? I don't know. Um, I'm not sure if I have, but we definitely done like, uh, wyverns which a lot of that is going to like cross over there so check out that episode if you want to hear about that stuff um but for most of it a lot of the lore is going to come from just actual dragon lore um because these are very much like a stereotypical kind of dragon um and as you might know there's dragon mythology in every fucking culture across the damn world. Yep. Um, 
And so unless we wanted to be here for the next uh, three days talking about the different dragon mythology from every single culture across the world, um, I'm not going to do that uh, because I like to actually uh, eat dinner sometimes. Um I say that because that's probably what I'm doing after this episode's recording. <laughs> Anyways, so I figured we might as well stick to um, where a lot of the inspiration comes from for uh, for The Witcher, which is Polish slash Slavic mythology, or the good chunk of where we're focused at. Um, so for the Slavic mythology of dragons, uh, they actually have a few different things depending on like location. Um, so there's a predominantly East Slavic uh, dragon mythology as well as South Slavic and a couple other things. Um, so beginning with uh, the Zmei Gorinic, uh, which has three heads, uh, is green, walks on two back paws, has small front paws, and spits fire. Um, so very much like kind of a green dragon type. I think the I guess it has front legs, so if it was a dinosaur with wings, maybe? I don't know. I'm thinking King Ghidorah from Godzilla, just with arms. Yeah, that'd be about right. But green. Um, yeah. uh, other Russian dragons, such as Tugarin Zmeyevich, have Turkic names, probably symbolizing the Mongols and other steppe peoples. Accordingly, St. George which symbolizes Christianity, killing the dragon, symbolizing Satan, is represented on the coat of arms of Moscow. Some prehistoric structures, notably the Serpent's Wall near Kiev, have been associated with dragons as symbols of foreign peoples. Russian dragons usually have heads in multiples of three, uh, which seemed like a common thing, usually had multiple heads, so that was interesting. Um, Some have heads that grow back if every single head isn't cut off, so like... Hydra. Similar to like a Hydra? Yeah. And so the Hydra, I think the heads keep coming back unless you like burn the stumps or something, I think is the common thing there. Here, you just have to cut off all the heads. Quick enough, I guess. Um, and then in the southern Slavic, so in Bulgaria, Macedonia, Slovenia, Croatia, Bosnia, and Her- Herzegovina, <laughs> Serbia, and Montenegro, there is a division between two types of dragon-like creatures, the Smaj, Smaj or Smej, and the Azdaja. Um, again, if I mispronounce any of this, like this is not my mother language. Um, so apologies in advance. Uh, so the Smaj, Smej, or Zmej, uh, which does translate to lizard, um, Zmej specifically translates to lizard, um, in Slovenia, Slovenia, a dragon is called a smaj, although an archaic word of unclear origins, pozoj, is sometimes used as well. Dragons in Slovenia are generally negative in nature and usually appear in relation with St. George. Other presumably pre-Christian folktales relate stories of dragons defeated similarly as the Polish wawol dragon. dragon? trying to say these words are messing up my other words uh by feeding which i thought this was interesting by feeding them with sulfur stuffed sheep interest i mean would does that sound familiar to you why does it 
So in the story of Village for Tin Mirth, um, they specifically tried to capture the like lesser, like the they didn't know which kind of dragon it was, but there was a different dragon, right, that they saw. And they specifically, the villagers uh, made a sheep dummy and stuffed it with all kinds of poisonous stuff in the hopes that that dragon would eat it. And then it got sick and then they went to go track it down. Remember that that one villager, oh, that's yeah. what he did. And so I thought that was interesting because it was basically what this was, was a sulfur stuffed sheep was the idea of like a poisoned sheep. And that's kind of what they used in that, that story. I thought that was cool. <clears throat> um, however, the dragon is not always harmful to man. The best example of this is the dragon. L J U B L J A N A. Um, that's a hard one. Who benevolent benevolently protects the city of, of Ljubljana, <laughs> uh, and is pictured in the city's coat of arms. Uh, in all of the South Slavic folk tales, a dragon is called Zmaj, Zmej, or Zmej. It is considered as an extremely intelligent, wise, and knowledgeable creature of superhuman strength and proficiency in magic, very rich uh, and often lustful for women with whom it is capable of making offspring. Why does this sound like someone we already know in the Witcher universe? (laughs) Um, because they take a lot of inspiration from Slavic mythology for these things. So <laughs> this is literally if this is not where Andres Fuskowski got the inspiration for three Jack Dolls, I don't know what because this is exactly like describing him as to a T. Yep. <laughs> uh it often breathes fire and is generally accepted as a highly respected being. And while not always being benevolent never as an entirely evil creature. Damn, it really do just sound like three jackdaws. Uh, legends were spread about many historical and mythical heroes that were conceived by a dragon. <clears throat> Which is cool. Kind of like similar to demigod-esque type things, but like dragon children. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there is also the Ajdaha, Ajdaja, uh, or Ajdaha, sometimes Allah or Hala, is cons- is generally considered to be a creature separate from dragons and a polar opposite to them in its nature. It is a being a of pure evil, a dragon-like beast and dreadful monster with no reason that usually lives in dark and hostile places or guards unreachable locations in fairy tales. It is often multi-headed with three, seven, or nine heads and breathes fire. Uh, so that just more just, like... That's just like a Hydra. Yeah. Like sans, sans the multiple heads, I mean, that's a lot of just like the draconid type creatures. They're mm-hmm. usually more unintelligent and just guard places, where, at least in The Witcher 3. We're often coming across them like right. guarding different things or whatever. Um, in Christian mythology and iconography, the famous St. George icon is described as slaying the Ajdaja and not a Zmaj. So the like Christianity slaying the devil kind of thing that we mentioned earlier. Um, this is generally the one that they consider. 
Um, but the main thing is that dragons in Slavic myths, myths do generally come across more closer to like, yeah, like the representation of the Hydra or like snakes or different types of like lizard reptiles or whatever uh, in their appearance. Um which both in name, like I said, the Zmij, which literally, sorry, literally translates to viper. So like a snake. Um, so yeah, uh, and appearance as well. Um, and I thought there was another funny thing uh, with them is that the, uh, which is the problem with doing research on this. Um, so like another thing, like a caveat there is if anyone actually has any like, like things directly to like slizzards or Draco lizards in mythology, please like uh, let me know in the discord because the thing that made it really hard to do research on this and made me believe that there was really only just like they take inspiration from just dragons in general was that every time I typed in slizzard, I came up with a witcher and every time I typed in a Draco lizard or Draco lizard, um, I came up with an actual type of lizard. There is actually a lizard in uh, our modern day called a Draco lizard or just a Draco uh, in parentheses lizard um, that is known as the flying lizard. So it is a specifically a lizard that uh, under its arms, it has like these like membranes that like if it spreads out its arms, they become essentially wings or like a glider more like. Yeah, it's like kind of like Um, a wingsuit kind of a style. Yeah. So, but then, yeah, the, so that is what I got most of all doing the research on this was Draco lizards, which was fun. It was cool to like, I didn't, I didn't ever, I knew that they existed, but I kind of forgot they existed, if you know what I mean. Well, there's so. like thousands and thousands of different species of lizards. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, I always, whenever I think of lizards, I think about the ones that bleed. Those are my favorite. There's like ones that like whenever uh whenever they're like there's a they're being I guess hunted or by like a predator like to deter predators, they just start bleeding from their like eyes and nose and mouth or whatever, and it like scares them off, scares off the predators. Interesting. I have I, yeah, okay, I'll have to look that up because I looked that one. I, I can't remember the name specifically of it, but yeah, it's a weird one and it's fucking great. <laughs> it's morbid as fuck and I love it. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's about it that I got for for dragons, or at least oh, Slavic Polish dragons. Yeah. Well, and slizzards. We, we, there you have it. Slizzards mythology with the slizzards, or you know, one specific one. Literally, is just a copy and paste for Three Jack Dawes' entire story. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is great. <clears throat> which is, I mean. Andres, because he wrote the books in the 80s and the 90s, so, I mean, go right I mean, ahead. yeah, no, like, this, that's the inspiration for it. I mean, like, sometimes you don't need to change things there, so. Nope, yeah, not at all. But so. uh, where are we heading next week? Uh, So this one was less of a creepy thing or whatever, so I figure we might as well get into, like, a bit more creepier stuff. I have, I have decided the next two episodes for the for the month what they're going to be i'll save the the last best year episode of the month uh as a secret for now but next week we are doing uh grave and water hags oh yeah oh my god i <laughs> you got it it's a stand it's a staple to do at least one necrophage 
that's every fair. Bestiary that's mod. fair. And it's a I would say the necrophages <laughs> are the you know most repugnant of all creatures that we deal with in The Witcher. So, what? what repugnant? Repugnant? Or uh, you? What's the word I'm thinking? I can't remember. Uh oh! Like like like. Disgusting. There's a lot of them. Like oh, disgusting, yeah. repugnant, repugnant. That's the word. Yeah. I was like repugnant. <laughs> what <laughs> is that? The art of like having long hair. Like I don't <laughs> see. This goes back to what I said I'm earlier. I'm not stuff. good with English. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. Um, but yeah, awesome. Um, next week's episode is going to be probably a very disturbing one. That's for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. So, but it'll be fun because Witcher. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for listening to the Witcher Lorecast and remember stay safe on the path. Thank you for listening to the Witcher Lorecast. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net. You can find us on the Ben and Friends Podcasting Discord, where you can share your thoughts, comments, or even experiences with the Witcher lore. You can also find us on Twitter at Witcher Lorecast. <laughs>